From the LiveX studios in New York City, Cheesehead TV brings you two guys who like to think they know something about football. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to Packer Transplants Live. I am Aaron Nagler, and joining me, as always, is Mr. Corey Banky, my partner here at Cheesehead TV. I'm coming to you from Nagler Studios, deep in the heart of Astoria, Queens. Corey joins us across the street from Lambeau Field, and we are ready to talk some Packers. What do we have on tap today, Corey? Today, we celebrate the fact that the Packers just keep winning. And look ahead to Jordan Love leading a ragtag group of youngsters into the divisional round against the mighty 49ers. But right now, it's time for the good, the bad, and the ugly. We got the good, we got... Romeo! Romeo! Wherefore art thou, Romeo? I'm at the other end of the field with the ball in my hand, putting up over 100 yards. We got the bad, we got. Pulling your starters way too early. We got the ugly, we got. Jerry Jones. Corey Banky, let me tell you something. It is always a good day when Jerry Jones loses. That is just, yeah, that's is. just something, that's a creed I live by. It's just beautiful. It's just wonderful to watch his team lose to the Packers on a big stage. You love to see it. True story. True How you doing, brother? True story. Doing How's good. How's the week going? It's going good, except for I just accidentally watched Craig Carton talk about how we're going to lose against the 49ers and then was reminded that uh, he spent a year in federal <laughs> prison and why am I listening to a fucking idiot? I don't know. That's a choice you made. Uh, I would suggest yeah, not well, doing that. Well, TikTok again. made it for me. TikTok algorithm. I don't like you right now. I'm here in the doghouse. I don't like it. I love I it. Well, like you know it. what you do like? You know what you do like? You like the hotness. Let's get to it. Time for the hotness. And obviously, when you score 48 freaking points, there's a lot to choose from uh, when it comes to the hotness. But uh, I think I probably picked the most obvious one because it's so fucking awesome and hot, as it were. Let's take a look at this touchdown throw to Wicks from Jordan Love. Identifying the pressure, getting everybody on the same page, sending Wicks in motion. Look at the pressure. I mean, everyone's coming. And just enough of a hop step. Take a beat. Make sure Wicks clears that linebacker. You see Jordan Love. Make sure the middle of the field is going to be open enough for him to get this ball up and over. Look at this. And then finally, look at this shot from NFL Films. Look at this. Oh, that's just gorgeous. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the hotness. Love to see it. Absolutely love to Zero see blitz. Zero blitz. Can you imagine if I, if I would have told it? you last year when Jordan <laughs> went in and right. like after the after not being able to respond to many blitzes that he would get this far and it's pretty incredible. A lot of people That's say a really good you know point. That's a really good point. It's incredible that first start it, against the Chiefs. To that. Yeah, and he could and that that's what they did. They blitzed the hell out of him. And what's crazy is the last three weeks they've been trying to blitz him. And the fact, I mean, Dallas, I was saying this in the Patreon happy hour, but you know, what's crazy is if you watch the Buccaneers game, um oh, the Buccaneers were zero blitzing 
like every play. I mean, it just felt like it just felt like um, it just felt like they were just running over people. Um, and and Dallas was trying to do that, and the really the opposite effect. We definitely made them pay for, uh, or I say we, but it really Jordan made them pay, and uh, and our friend Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones can't say Uh-oh. enough about the guy, but I know I know we're going to get into that, and we got to eat our vegetables. But holy yeah, crap, is Aaron Jones in the last four games? He is the difference maker. Besides Jordan, yeah. he really is. His blocks. I was watching quarterback um, school, and like school, some, yeah. the two blocks that they pointed out. Wow, mm-hmm. incredible. Just to, you know, for a small – he's not a big guy, and the, the fact that he can block Micah Parsons uh, leads us leverage. to believe there might be some good to happen against uh, our, our buddy Nick Bosa. Hopefully. Oh, man. You talk about a, a tall task, and you're spot on, though. The idea that, you know, Jordan and Matt LaFleur, you got to give Matt credit for having a plan for Jordan because that's the interesting thing. You're talking about that – Eagles Buccaneers game and the Buccaneers having no regard for human life as far as sending pressure again and again and again. Hurts didn't have a plan. The Eagles didn't have a plan no. for it at all. No. And that's something Kurt Warner has pointed out time and time again and something that Matt LaFleur has done a great job of over the course of the last month or so. I mean, they face so many teams that do like to send pressure, whether it's been the Giants or the Vikings you know, they've done a much better job since the Bucks game. Because remember, the Bucks slowed them down a little bit with some of that pressure. Um, but yeah, you, you've seen Jordan Love have every answer. Like, it hasn't mattered what you've tried to do, what kind of blitz you've tried to throw at him. He's got the answer, and that's thanks to Matt LaFleur. You know, putting those mechanisms in place, knowing where to go with the ball, knowing who to adjust to what. Uh, it's been a really impressive kind of cohesion on offense. We'll get to the offense in a bit. Like you said, we got to eat our vegetables. We got to talk about Packers news. And the most unfortunate headline coming out of that game was Kingsley and Ibarre going down with a torn ACL. Um, team hasn't officially announced it yet. He's still officially on the roster. Got to suspect that will undoubtedly happen this weekend when they make their roster moves, bring people up from the practice squad, what have you. It stinks. I mean, he was having a decent year. I think he was having a really solid second season. Um, you know, you're, you're obviously going to need to call on. Um, Brenton Cox Jr. most likely up from the practice squad, but you've got to think you're going to see a lot more Lucas Van Ness in this game on Saturday night due to this unfortunate uh, development. Um, the other unfortunate development is Jair Alexander was not at practice today after Matt LaFleur talked about, oh, it you know, it was a rehab day yesterday and hopefully he would be out there today. That did not materialize. And, Corey, i got to let you know, this scares the hell out of me going into San Francisco without the potential – Going into San Francisco without Jair, I don't like it. I'm not. I mean, I hear you. Valentine and Valentine did a good job when he was suspended, and I know that's not a playoff game, but you know, no, we, yeah. we uh, no, you're right. Next the, man up. The next man up mentality of this team is not anything to shake a stick at, and, it, and they've no, literally right. showed all year that they can do it. But yeah, I I still think Jair will play, though. I I don't I don't know. I mean, if you oh, look at, I'm really I was actually surprised. I said this uh, I said this two weeks ago that I was surprised on the last game that they didn't give Valentine more snaps, even though Jair right. was in, and just because like you you feel like the guy's got to get a little bit of playing time just with how well oh, they played. He's played you know, well, he's played. you know. In the zone scheme, some of the stuff they've asked him to do, yeah, he gets beat on occasion, but who doesn't? You know, hell, Jair got beat down in Carolina. You know, corners get beat sometimes. But I think, to your point, he has played some quality snaps for them throughout the year. You know, they're going to need him to if Jair is unable to go, obviously. Um, And then finally, A.J. Dillon was back on the practice field 
Uh, I didn't really see a report as far as if anyone indicated how much he actually did at practice, but just the fact that he's out there, clearly a good sign. He has been dealing with that stinger for now, what, two weeks? Didn't practice yesterday, but was finally out there today. I, I got to tell you, I know people are rightfully so. Like, don't put A.J. in there to steal carries away from Aaron Jones. And I don't think that would be the plan. But I love the idea no. of A.J. spelling Aaron Jones when he needs a break in this game in particular against this defense um, and potentially against, you know, in these kind of conditions. It's supposed to be a little bit of light rain. It's raining all weekend through the 49ers kind of area. So, yeah, I like getting a, potentially getting A.J. back for this game in particular. I, I, I don't mind it. Um, let's talk about that offense and Jordan Love being in total control because it is – Corey, I've got to say, we talked about it on, on Happy Hour last night, but I can't remember growth at that position this quickly over the course of a season. Like I've certainly seen guys who've had rough starts to their career who've gone on and become much better or even you know grown to become, let's say, really, really good quarterbacks, but I have never seen someone – look as kind of disjointed as Jordan looked at times earlier this season. Now, some of that's his teammates, some of that's the scheme, so there's a lot going on there. But he's the one making the throws, he's the one making the decisions, and he was making some questionable ones and some bad ones. And now you fast forward, since basically since that loss to the Vikings, he has been absolutely unbelievable. Unbelievable. In in a way that I I'm shocked. I mean, I thought he'd be good. I thought he'd be you know, he'll come on, he'll be first-year starter. There will be struggles, and he'll have his ups and downs. I thought, yeah, there are going to be some high points, but I I don't know about you, Corey, but I, I'm flabbergasted at how well he's played. I mean, I, de- I definitely think there's three chapters to this season, and I think that the first chapter was, you know, maybe three or four players not doing their 111th, which makes it look mm. like shit is just fucked up. You know, the Bears game looked good, right? The Bears game looked good. Mm -hmm. You know, when he falls over, everybody points to that one play. Like, who wasn't listening to him when he audibled, right? So, like, he takes the Mm -hmm. brunt for when three or four guys are making major mistakes in the game. And so I feel like that was the middle part of the season. But the big thing, and, you know, I go back to quarterback school when he's talking about the the big next level that Jordan took is this whole back foot throwing shit that he's been doing the last two weeks, (laughs) which is just mind-boggling. Because where did that come from? You have to go back to him playing in like college. And it's almost like he was like, all right, I'm going to play in rhythm. And, 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 you know, JT O'Sullivan talks about how, you know, the, 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 the two games before the last game, he's he's really playing in rhythm. He's really doing that kind of stuff really well. And then all of a sudden, the last game of the season into this playoff game, it's Backfoot City, and ma- mainly because he has people in his face at all times and he has no uh, other option. Um, but just, yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think anybody, even the most optimistic of us, uh, saw what's happening right now, thought that what could happen is happening. Um, you know, I could see us winning against Dallas. I didn't have a lot of faith in it, but I didn't see Jordan Love just taking over. I mean, yes, yeah. I, I 100% agree that Matt LaFleur well, was just a genius play caller in that game, and he's the Matt LaFleur play caller we've all been waiting for this season. Um, and I wonder, you know, we talked about this of like, we talked about early in the season where, 
you know, do these coaches know what they have? And the, kind of the incredible mm. piece, I really feel like had 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 you know. Jordan Love inherited the same thing Aaron Rodgers had. Would he have been as bad as he was in the middle of the season? But the fact that he's actually doing this with the youngest people that have ever been assembled mm-hmm. in the playoffs. <laughs> right. I mean, that's <laughs> crazy. Like, the most mature person, the most mature, and also, the the number, in my opinion, the number one reason why we have the most secret weapon, not so secret, is Aaron Jones. Like the most mm-hmm. mature person on our team is Aaron Jones, the 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 specialist who carries us through the through line of you know the this just veteran guy, right? He is our number one veteran guy, and like we kind of got really lucky in the fact that we had him on a snap count most of the season. The fact that he was a little bit dinged up most of the season, and the last four games from Aaron Jones have just been. Some of the some of the most historically, I think, relevant oh, running the, back play in Green Bay I, I Packers was, history. I was thinking about this 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 afternoon because I heard someone mention it on some podcast somewhere. I can't remember which one. Sorry, guys, but like, is this the best stretch of his career? It seems like it statistically is. You know what I mean? As far as production goes, and it's Jones, incredible. Aaron Jones, he does it all. Here's the thing: he's not only doing. Everything you're asking on the ground, right? Like, we all see that production, and it certainly helped the offense go to another level. But then you look at what you were talking about earlier as far as pass protection. Going up, stepping up, and taking on the best pass rushers in the league. The best, I mean, yeah. Jones, what what can't this cat do? The one thing they haven't really leaned into in any kind of significant way is his ability out of the backfield as a pass catcher. Now, the one time they did, I love the play – towards the red zone. Remember the play where they, they motioned he's, – he's lined up initially outside, and then they motion him inside, and there's like three blockers in front of him. And then he kind mm-hmm. of takes it back to the left side and mm-hmm. gets it first and goal. I, I figured out they, – they stole that from the Cowboys. Yeah, I that saw That was your, a play that the Cowboys ran. And that's – The that's Cowboys like ran a, that against yeah. them last year. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, well, I and where they had quad, that. right? They had quad left side. Yep, the four to the left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, that was a great that was a great play call. That was a great play. No, he the fat his pass blocking and you know, it's what set people like Dorsey Levins apart, right? Dorsey yes, Levins, sir. Edgar Bennett, uh, you know, even Ryan Grant when he was playing really well, it's like that's the yep. level you need. And it's the level, honestly, we talk about AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon, middle of the season, was really starting to come on as a pass blocker in a really good way. So I'm really excited if Agreed. we can get him in the mix there because he's clearly a better pass blocker than Wilson or anybody else that we have that's not named Aaron Jones as far as running backs <laughs> go. And you know, right. just just want to shout out. Well, not really a shout out, but can we? Can we? Oh boy, Josiah oh, no. DeGuara, you... you're killing. <laughs> Now, now, hey, wait, now, wait, now, wait. Oh, he did my enough God. On an, did you on see? Plays. He literally had the same yes, play that Musgrave and Kraft had early on. He motions, mm-hmm. completely whips on the block. It's just, like, but can we just give, can we just, plays. can we just, you, can we just end the Josiah <laughs> DeGuara experiment? I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Why are you playing it's, Josiah DeGuara over Kraft or Musgrave? Why? Why? It's Ben Sims time. No, he's playing mostly over Sims, not not those two. Mostly. Well, Ben Sims at least had a catch. Can Ben Sims block better than DeGuara? I mean, and I feel <sighs> Josiah DeGuara is a liability. I'm sorry. He's a liability. Now you sound like uh <laughs> you sound like 
specific uh, Packers personnel people heading into Seattle talking about uh, your your favorite boy, Brandon, Brandon Bostic. Bostic is a liability. Yeah, yep. he should have been fired like way, way early yep. in the season. Way earlier. Yeah, that you kind know, of stuff really him. makes Ted, you feel good in life. Ted liked him, wanted to wanted mm. to keep him around, said, you can still help us. And mm. uh, he certainly not, not going to say that. anything bad about Ted, but, you know, he was starting in a yeah, whole thing. No. And, yeah, that was, Ted that was liking rough, anybody that was, in that that's time. A rough of, moment. That's a rough moment. Yeah. It's a rough moment. That's a rough – honestly, that's a, nobody – somebody one day will write the book about that period. We need to write a book of that stretch. See the problem with that is like specifically who's gonna buy about that book Ted. Besides you, besides you and me, like we'll we read that I book. Know. I know, like ten nerds would read that book, and that would be it. So if if you're out there as a publisher and you're dying, like you're trying to throw you know some money away, hit us up. We'll write the book, and people can read it. <laughs> Finally, speaking of Lafleur, he's in his bag. Not only is he stealing from the Cowboys, he's stealing from Miami. He's stealing from everybody, and calling these plays. At the perfect time. How many times have we seen things get set up earlier in the game? I mean, don't look any further than Musgrave standing there so alone and so wide open. I love that replay because he literally has to look the ball and make sure it's in his hand before he turns. Because it's like you're so open. Yeah. You have an hour to think about it as that ball is kind of falling down towards you. And you're like, did I leave the gas on? Oh, right. Okay, ball, right. I mean... LaFleur is in his bag. It is kind of ridiculous. And he's, well, he's at, and he's at the right, perfect time. You talk about the players playing their best down the stretch here. LaFleur has hit his stride at the exact same time, and it is fun to watch. Well, he's going up against his nemesis, so now's the time. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, going up truly. against his buddy and his nemesis. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, Speaking of nemesis, let's uh, let's talk about my nemesis. Let's talk about Joe Barry, shall we? Let's talk about this defense. Is Joe Barry saving his job, Corey? That's I love that. That's like a headline on every Packers show right now. Everything I've watched and consumed this week, whether radio, podcast, YouTube, what whatever it is, Barry saving his job. I ask you, Corey. I mean, I've all, I've been I've been saying he's going to save his job. I've been saying he's saving his job. I, I said that I said that in week sixteen. I said it in week or seventeen, eighteen, wherever fucking week we're in now. And I said that I said if we beat if we beat the Cowboys, I right. just don't see how he doesn't save his job. And I guarantee if we beat the Niners, if we even get close to the Niners, and it's not defense, what's the excuse? Right. Why would we get rid of him? Why would you change what's supposed? I I do want to say this. I do think you know there was this um. There was some time, some some time in week fourteen or fifteen where there was a lot of flack from the players about communication, and it was uh, right. it was after uh, I think it was after the Buccaneers loss, but it might have been right before the Buccaneer the the game before the Buccaneers loss, and I'm not 100 percent sure. I started to research it uh, last mm-hmm. or two nights ago during Patriot pa- uh, Patreon Happy Hour, and then I just got lazy and I stopped working on that. But um, <laughs> there was this whole thing. There was this whole thing about communication with the defensive players, and it was like Devondre Campbell, um, I believe Jair got in the mix, and it was kind of like the defensive leaders talking about communication. And I kind of get this vibe that the communication level was really, and we talked about this, like Savage coming back. How much did that play into the communication level getting better from the Packers? It seems Um, to have really affected things, yes. It does. And and one thing from the defense, you know, because – 
it's so easy to blame Joe Barry for everything, but one thing from the defense that has been better over time is they're seemingly on the same page when it comes to defensive plays. They're still giving yes. up yards. They're still, you know, zone soft in the middle, like, you know, we mm-hmm. come to expect from the Green Bay Packers defense, no matter who the defensive <laughs> coordinator is. But For years now, for you years. Know, but, but there is this gelling and coalescence that at least – at least from a perception, from my own perception over the last five right. or six weeks, that I feel like has been happening, which is just, you know, probably just growth and maturity with the way this team interacts with each other and players maturing around communicating with each other better. So I think that that plays into, like, what if Joe Barry's responsible for that piece, right? Which I don't think he is, but again, we don't know, you know? We don't really That's know. That's the tough part, right? Because you can't really pinpoint it because you can look back and draw a line to the embarrassment against the Buccaneers where Lafleur's up there the next, the following day saying, I need to be more involved on the defensive side of the ball. And since that point, things have changed. Not, not always for the better that next week in Carolina, they got kind of run up and down the field by one of the worst offenses in the league. So it took a bit of time, but since that moment, that's been the changing point as far as not only the production or what they've done as a defense on the field, but to your point, the communication, and I'm right there with you. I think, Savage having been out and then coming back in. I mean, obviously everyone looks at the pick six from Sunday against the Cowboys. Monster play, Mm -hmm. incredible play. Good call from Joe Barry as well. Another good call. But, man, Savage seems to be, while not a huge playmaker before that, prior to that play, not definitely not in the kind of realm of a Nick Collins or Leroy Butler from the past that we've got in our minds as far as what we expect from that position as Packers fans. He certainly seems to be the guy as far as making sure the defense gels, getting those calls completely throughout pre-snap. And he's like, again, and he's doing some of the dirty work down by the line of scrimmage, which is where he tends to work best. So, yeah, I mean, well, and I wonder, there's a lot of factors you know, that play. I, you know, I wonder back to Barry, and and this is kind of like you know obviously like I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So, but I wonder <laughs> if no, I wonder it's the if because we saw yeah. we saw so little pressure from the Packers early on in the season, just so mm-hmm. little. It was just like you know soft ass coverage. You know, you know the whole mm-hmm. Nagel rant, everything. But <laughs> you right. know, I wonder if part of this waiting for them to communicate with each other because now you're seeing a lot of pressure. Now you're seeing things that we didn't really do in the beginning of the season, in the middle of the season. And you're seeing, you know, I wonder if it's this confidence in the team, you know, it's more than likely it's Matt. It's a mix. It's Matt LaFleur kind of going, what the fuck are we waiting for? What are we doing? Why aren't we adjusting? <laughs> and then and then a little bit of, hey, this team is communicating. I can trust them a little bit more to do some of the things that, you know, before we might have had more hesitancy. And it goes to, you know, this – the coaching staff early on especially, and I think in the last two years, one of the vibes, and we've talked about this a little bit, is – do we know when to play players, when to give players a chance? Mm. Because it always feels right. like we hold on, you hold on to a player because you're like, oh, they're really good. And then that, it, that doesn't give the up-and-coming player a chance. And then we're like, oh, my God, this player's injured. And then the up-and-coming player comes on, and they're actually better than the person before them. And so yep. I feel like potentially this season has kind of taught this coaching staff how to really evaluate young players faster 
because it definitely felt like the Packers were not good at doing that in the last two or three years. I totally agree with you. And now they've kind of been forced to, right? Especially on the offensive side, but even somewhat on the defensive side, dependent on the position. I think, yeah, there's been obviously a youth movement. And look, you you, you can make your bones about whatever, but you can't argue with the fact that almost across the board, I mean, maybe not every single one, but most of these guys have improved throughout the season. And what you're yeah. talking about right there hasn't always been the case. Has not always been that. I mean, we've sat well, here at the end of seasons and said, did any of these guys really improve? This season well, and you is almost certainly the case. Savage last year, right? Talking about Savage right? now. Savage perfect, last perfect year felt example. like he went, he perfect got example. worse. The other thing is, yep. like, this whole Enigbari. Like, is Enigbari that much better than Lucas Van Ness in practices? What is the turning point? Is it only Enigbari yeah, getting injured right. that's the turning point for someone to beat? Like, it almost feels like there's not really a competition every week of, like, hey, should you be the starter this week? Because I would look, if you look at uh, Lucas Van Ness's Lucas Von Ness's snap count from, you know, mm-hmm. week six, the last two games of the season, they're low. And you're like, well, what, what are they saving the guy? Or is Enigbari just that much better? And so it does play to this, like, when do you put a player over the other player? Do you just, is it just the respect that you have for them as a human being, which is valid, by the way, like, you know, injuries shouldn't cause a starter mm-hmm. to lose their, their starting position, but like, shouldn't, sh- you know, I think this season, if it's taught us anything, it's that we should be evaluating players on almost an every other week or weekly basis on whether someone still deserves to be the starter or not. I don't know. I don't know well, that we I think do that's that. Something, no, but that's something I would understand in a program like this, right, where there's a lot of youth and you are kind of completely ripping the Band-Aid roster-wise and reshuffling and resetting. I think it makes sense. But, you know, football coaches by nature are pretty damn stubborn and they do want yep. to see a lot before they make a move. I mean, look no further than yep. the offensive line where I think most of the evidence is there to tell you that, yeah, Sean Ryan should be starting, but they're continuing to play Runyon. And Runyon's playing well. I don't think he's been playing yep. poorly. I think I think Ryan's clearly the future starter there, but they're going to ride this out, this rotation that they've got going, right? And on the, on the other side, you look at left tackle, Rasheed Walker played so well at one point that he finally – that they finally yep. stopped that rotation. Like week four. Nine, yeah, right? like week four, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, so, and then you, you know, can't. You know, I know we're not on offense, but you cannot say enough about the play of Zach Tom over the last, you know, six or seven weeks, oh, which is pretty guy. incredible. Zach Tom Bombadil locking it down. Absolutely, absolutely love it. You know what they're not locking down though, Corey? You know what's uh, a major problem? Going to be a major problem, I think, on Saturday. Tight ends, man. We saw it again. They haven't been good against tight ends all year. And then you go into Dallas, and Ferguson is pretty much the only dude who hurts you offensively. Now, some of it was during quote garbage time but even when the game was somewhat in balance they didn't have an answer for him and now here comes george kittle you know this is this this is gonna be a tough assignment george kittle is a little injured so that might that might (laughs) that might help us that might be that might be it we gotta take everything we can get here everything we can get not that we're advocating injury, unlike some ESPN. No, no, but he is. So that's not he, what we do here. He is, but he is banged up. Also, yeah, yes. yeah, that was that was that was terrible. Speaking of people, I don't understand why they have jobs. When I was talking about Carton, like there's another guy who why does how does he have a job? Really? Yeah, because he's a former Packer. radio. You know that. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's got it's some, radio. He's got what some... are you gonna do? Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> yes, he does. Let's talk about this. Packers I'm not going to mention why he shouldn't have his job, but uh, I believe some things like that should dis- probably disqualify you. But what do I know? Well, you clearly, know, if, if Carton's a felon and he's got a job here in New York, I mean, all bets are off, right? It's all good. Yep. The Packers are nine and a half point underdogs, Corey. So it's like week by week, we get a bigger and bigger uh, underdog role. And I, for one, absolutely love it. I like please, make us fifteen point underdogs, yeah. please. I love the idea this, that the Packers yep. are counted out. They don't have a chance. They're going to get blown out. Absolutely. If this bring team, all of that. If this team learned one thing from Aaron Rodgers, it's how to operate with a chip on your shoulder at all <laughs> times. This team, His when you see legacy. these guys, Jaden Reed after the game. They counted us mm-hmm. out. They they said they they thought they you know and these guys definitely. I, I I love I love this team. I think that I think this team has really. I I what's what's incredible to me about this Green Bay Packers team is how galvanized fans are so quickly yes. around this team. Yep. And so much That's of awesome. that is Jordan Love, but so much of that is just the way these guys carry themselves, the way they talk about each other, the way that they operate. It's it's pretty incredible and I've I've never seen that. You know, we definitely didn't see that uh when Aaron Rodgers came on. It 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 took a lot longer for us to to be there, but I to a man and woman uh, fan, I, I just think that there's very few people who aren't completely madly in love with this team. As they should be. They're freaking exciting. And it's happened, like I, we were talking about earlier, it's happened so quickly. Like, what? So that's why I'm like, nine and a half point underdogs? You're fine. Cool, man. Like, keep counting us out. Keep dismissing us. I understand the 49ers are really, really good. Because they are. I'm not denying that. Yeah. But, but, like, people seem to think that the Packers... It's always, yeah, but. Yeah, you beat the Cowboys, but here come the 49ers. Okay, fine. We'll, we'll play on your field, which might be a little muddy because it's supposed to rain. I love that this could be a mud bowl. You know why? I want to harken back, Corey Banky. Remember that playoff game back in the 90s when we had, you know, obviously Favre, but you had Desmond Howard returning punts and their jerseys because they'll be in the whites. You get in that mud, and all of a sudden that white jersey gets all messed up and dirty and muddy that's what i want on saturday i want muddy ass white road packer jerseys kicking 49ers ass i'm looking forward to that i'm down with that and then did you know this is the 10th postseason meeting between these two teams the most between any two teams in nfl playoff history we're making history really yeah i know i had the exact same response when i read that today 
I mean, the Niners like, are all, a classic ever. team, so it's weird to think they've of been them really good the West for Coast. A long time. They're a classic yeah. team, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. But, yeah, interesting. I mean, more his- history on the way. Absolutely I mean, the Dallas it. Cowboys won 16 games at home, and on the 17th game they lost. To the Packers. That's crazy. Came in and just That's crazy. Them. That's just killed crazy, them. though. When I tell people that, when I'm like, yeah, did you realize Dallas hadn't lost at home in 16 times before? Mm-hmm. That's not a joke. That's like that's pretty no, incredible. It's a serious. I don't even streak. think the yep. Packers. I don't think the Packers have ever had that close to a winning streak at home. Maybe they have, but I don't think. I don't think they what? have. You you are crazy, sir. Yeah, they have. They're, not they're home in the man 20s, Almost. No, yeah, under Holmgren, of course. And then Vic came in and ruined it all. Yeah, yeah. They oh yeah, that's right. Back in the day. Well, back in before the day, I watched them lose to the Giants, they had never lost a playoff game at Lambeau Field. So. <sighs> Thanks, Brett. Thanks for thanks for finding the fucking open receiver at the end of the goddamn game that was right in front of your face instead of throwing it to the one guy that can intercept the ball. Oh, thanks, thanks, Jared Bush, for not fucking falling on the ball and ruining my whole entire life. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> not that you're Sorry. holding on and bitter about it or anything. Hey, let's I get, thought Aaron Rodgers. Let's get, what can I say? Let's get the let's get the bloggers. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, it's this week in the Packer blogosphere, the return of that venerable series. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, coming off of that game, obviously, a ton of content out there in the blogosphere, but one dude, in our estimation, reigned supreme. Our own Tyler Herrick absolutely knocked it out of the park this week with this video. Roll it. Better than a buy oh. for Dallas. I think this is wow. ju- because I think Jordan Love's good, and I think he's yeah. going to be very good, but it's his first playoff game. It's a road environment. His team's a heavy underdog. I don't see a scenario where not only the Packers win, where it's close. Love. Jones getting near the goal line. Is he in? He is. Touchdown, Green Bay on the opening drive. Should the Cowboys be worried about Green Bay? No, I don't think so. It's a road game for the Green Bay Packers, uh, and their defense has been very, very shaky, to say the least. They're not that impressive. Third and five, four-man rush. Prescott looks, and it's intercepted. Jair Alexander, he's got it, up on his feet, racing to the end zone, and he's in. There's kind of this feeling of, whoa-oh, are the Cowboys going to lose to the Green Bay Packers? No. They're going to blow the Packers out and win by double digits because that's what they do at home. Pressure. Back foot throw. End zone. It is. The Dallas Cowboys in a boat race. What? A boat race against the Green Bay Packers. A 45 to 24. It's still a boat race. 45 to 24. It's Prescott. It's going to be picked off. And no one in front of him. Darnell Savage. Touchdown. Jones again, running left, running up the middle, and running in for a touchdown. 
The third today for Aaron Jones. Take it to him here. Love. Back foot. Has a man wide open. It's going to be caught by Musgrave. Racing towards the end zone. He is Musgrave. Stayed on his feet. On the fake. Love. Zips it in there. It's caught for the touchdown. Romeo Dobbs. And that will do it. They come into Dallas, they had him their first loss here all year, and the number seven seed. This young team, surprising everyone. I can't get enough of that video. It's got like 200,000 plus views on YouTube, and I think 100,000 of those are me. Like, I love that video. Outstanding work, Tyler. So, so freaking good. Well, and apparently Carton doubled down, so we've got some we've got some footage already. Oh yeah, he did. Go. Oh yeah, ready to go. Uh, I also enjoyed this uh, comparison from uh, the athletic beat guy that covers the Forty ers The Forty ers are a bit like the Death Star; they are an overall awesome power, but there are also few cracks we discovered on close inspection. That's Matt Barrows. Unfortunately, like. You go and you look at the article, and it's like, oh, they've got bad special teams. What's one of the few teams in the league that has worse special teams? Oh, it's the Green Bay Packers. The Green Bay so, Packers, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the weakness say, he points out. That's the fir- that's one of them. There's like four or five. The one that what I are think the, other the Packers ones? can possibly take advantage okay. of is the lack of depth in their secondary. Like, the Packers roll deep at wide receiver, as we all know. Yeah. If they can get them blocked up, up front, and that's a monster if. There are definitely, you know, ways to take advantage downfield against the 49ers. Um, it's just all about being able to block them and block Bosa particularly. I, but we'll I see. exactly. I I have two. I have two thoughts on. You know, I I kind of go back to what he said on the Patreon Happy Hours that you know we've never had an answer for Bosa, and nope. I do think I do think Matt. You know, potentially that that's probably his biggest, you know, challenge uh, going into this game. And he knows that like there's no way he doesn't know that. But I also think, you know, given the given the way the line has played, like I don't think he's going to be stupid enough to do what he did in the early and middle of the season is just, you know, act in denial that, you know, we can do five step (laughs) and seven step drops and just like pray mm. that the line blocks. So I don't think he's going to do that. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't do right. that against the Cowboys. And, you know, I also don't know that the, you know, the night, you know, we're going to, I feel like there's going to be a lot of trickery in the first quarter by Matt and Shanahan. Um, right. You know, there's going to be, there's going to be, Oh, fake blitzes and things. They're going to, they're going to try to make it look like they're blitzing us and not blitz us to try to get that early pick. Mm. And then we're going to be doing a lot of reverses and we're going to be doing, you know, there's clearly, we're going to have three kind of trick plays early on. Um, trying to get know, those linebackers because look, they're linebackers, Fred yep. Warner in particular, but they don't come off the field. Like we just faced the Cowboys who played a ton of dime. And now we're facing the Niners who never play dime and they keep those two backers in there all the time. And to your point, Corey, yes, I think we'll see not just like end arounds, but misdirection, draw plays, counters, things to try and get mm-hmm. them, just get their eyes in the wrong spot for a second. And maybe hopefully take a little bit of advantage there. Not that it'll be easy because those guys are fucking amazing. Um, but I just I mean, love I also. That. I, I I love that comparison. What? The Death Star. Because, you know, Jordan Love, man, oh, yeah. he's the new hope. He's Anytime somebody talks X-wing. about Sky Star Wars, you love it. You're such a That's right. You're such a slut for I'm, Star Wars. I am yeah. a Star Wars slut. 
It is I mean, true. Oh, I they talked about the it. Death Star. Let me put it on transplants, guys. <laughs> darn, darn right. Darn right. Um, no, I mean, I do think there, there, there is something to be said about the the amount of wide receivers we have that are very good and the amount of slants that you've seen from the Green Bay Packers late in the season I think is really 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 exciting personally for me I know Jordan missed a couple but you know, know. I was gonna say we need Jordan to hit those but yes yeah we need him agreed. to hit those but I do think those are those are the kind of things that you know being able to have you know we have more weapons in our arsenal than we've had um, especially the second yes. half of the season, and and you see new weapons, so you know you know Matt's going to have a bunch of new slivers. What I worry about is that we get back, you know, hopefully we don't get back to the middle of the season where it's all about new slivers and our execution mm. just suffers. But it doesn't seem like this team has that, and the way that they're playing with abandon, they don't really, uh, you know, they 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 stay in games, and we they haven't know the really plan. been they execute. We it. haven't been yeah, blown out that's... all season. I mean, the Not closest really. I would – that Thursday nighter against the Lions, we kind of made it a game at the end a bit, but it was out of hand. That was like 27-3 at half. I mean, that's the biggest kind of deficit we've had all season. And that was week yeah, four. Yeah, and we still almost know? had a chance to win at the end. Yep. Or at least yep, tie. I so, I mean – Well, we to have... get back, I mean, before that Quay Walker <laughs> penalty, I mean, that True. just kind of ended it. But, but yeah, no, they've been in – They've been in and that's game. way Absolutely. early in the season, right? That's pretty yeah, early in the season. Very different so. team. And then very we and then we right and now. then Thanksgiving we were just like, Oh, the Lions, who are these lions you speak of? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the start of it. No no doubt. I mean this, this kind of resurgence here in the back end of the season started with that go ball to Christian Watson first snap of the game against Detroit, and they've kind of just been building from there. And I absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. And I also love that so many people are here on YouTube. Chatting it up. Let's get to some of their. Uh, let's get to some of their chats there, Corey. Dustin Logan, O line craft appreciation post. Keeping love upright. Thanks to super chat, Dustin. Hundred percent. And Aaron Jones, Mike Witt. Not gonna lie, guys. I was starting to have Seattle PTSD that last seven minutes Sunday nags. I personally would have picked Musgrave TD for hotness. Go Petco. Sweet. I mean. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I, 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 I think that Jaden. It's it was such a crazy play that's just like home, almost no. I, I actually don't think many quarterbacks in the NFL could make that play to read in the, a touchdown. I just don't. I just don't. They wouldn't even Wicks. try it. To Wick, sorry, Swick, sorry, Wick, Swick. Yeah. Uh, Joe Mailman, thanks for the super chat. Hey, Aaron, saw your post from 2010 about why it's always important for Packers to beat the Cowboys. Well done, good sir. Keep up the good fight. Thank you, Joe. For Thank the you super so much, chat. Joe. Massimiliano Margagliati, what a game in front of us. <laughs> Let's go. Fire emojis. Go, M. Four. JP, I can't stop watching the video of Big Cat's Hank running into that wall with his Cowboys jersey on. <laughs> I haven't seen that. That's got to be funny. Oh, Ian. Perfect. Hey, brothers. Barry will have the defense perform the way they did in San Fran. January 22nd playoff game and special teams will be much more improved, hence the reason we got rich. Aaron, as always, the Packers are winning, right? Let's go, Ian. Packers taking down the 49ers, going to the NFC Championship game. Book it. That would be awesome. Doug Hype TV, go Pack Go. Finally, everyone is front-running the Packers in the media. Let's go. Not quite. What's up, Doug? Except for, except for Carton. But he doesn't count. He's an idiot. Mike yeah, Witt, right. not going to lie, I thought it was over when we traded Rasul. Ooh, nice point. Nice point. I think a lot of people did. I think a lot of people thought yep. they gave up in the season, including I said that. The I said that on right punting on the season that, was what are we? Yep, that's what a lot of people said. 
I thought that, and then you know the way that uh, the way that our team kind of picked up, and then Valentine and Valentine playing really well. I think we didn't realize what we had. Honestly, Terminal Frost. We want the ball, and we are going to score. Okay, but now you're talking my language. Uh, but yeah, we shouldn't say that out loud though. Chris Lemos, I hope McDuffie <laughs> can go. I think mixing him in was huge. Wasn't impressed with Campbell. I thought is McDuffie possibly playing this weekend? Yeah, he's he was he's been practicing. So oh, he could I didn't go. realize that. I thought he was I thought he was out. That's awesome. That's great. No, no, it, um, is, it is good. It's encouraging. Nothing's for sure. I, I'm the, real quick on the Campbell thing. I thought he actually played okay. I don't think he like looked as kind of. A step slow the way he had prior to sitting out those couple weeks and look he was in position to make that interception uh just couldn't get his hands around the football and bring it in right but it's good to see he was in position to do so I, I think yeah is he an all pro the all pro we saw his first year in green bay no but he, i thought he played better than you're maybe giving him credit for Luke Carnes, love having you guys another week let's go what's up luke thanks luke Wendy Vance, going to San Francisco. Can't wait to cheer on the pack. Wendy, Ooh. have a great time. Have a great time, Wendy. Tron God 714. Okay, I'm officially drinking the J- Jordan Love Kool-Aid. Holy shit. P.S. Bought <laughs> J.J.'s jersey preseason. Had hopes he'd develop. Huge bummer. Uh, thank you, Tron God, for the super chat. Chris, KG19, what do we think? Draft a safety later and have a Micah Hyde homecoming? That would be lovely. By the way, Packers 3120W, remember that score. Go Pack Go. Thanks, Chris, for the super chat. Appreciate Love it, it. Chris. Unculture Barbarian Negs, if the 49ers of the Death Star, we have no worries. Our QB used to bullseye Womp Rats in his T-16 back home. There's a fellow oh, another, there's, there's another a fellow Star nerd. Wars slut. Ian, <laughs> thanks to Super Chat. Hey, Corey and Aaron, I'm ready for a Vegas trip and game in a few weeks. You in? Thanks for all you guys do. Go Pack Go. Corey predicted up. Yeah, of course we're in. We're always in for the Super Bowl. Come on, who's, no, who's not in for the 100%. Super Bowl? Let's go. Who's not in for the Super Bowl? Uncultured Barbarian. This week on Banking on the Beat, Corey tells Cowherd to kindly get off of Love Island for his comments earlier in the season. Yeah, I love this. Uh, you know, who is it? Keyshawn and Cowherd mm-hmm. and everybody. Oh, get on that bandwagon. Let me get on the bandwagon. Never. It's like you literally oh, talk was, so uh, much shit, know. you fucking mm-hmm. losers. Bunch of losers. <laughs> Porkmaster. <laughs> exactly. How can you not be romantic about the Packers? I agree, Porkmaster. Thank it's you for hard. Super chat. Lambo Leo, win or lose Saturday. Been an awesome ride with you guys this season. I'm always here to make memes for all the haters. Go Pack Go. Thanks for the memes, <laughs> Lambo. Thanks, Leo. Uh, uncultured, Corey's not that bitter. I'm still bitter about Buckley and Ahmad effing Carroll. Not bitter about <laughs> Mandarich because change came from that. What about uh, – what about um, – oh, man. Uh, Justin T- – no, what was his name? Harold. Um, Harold, Harold, Justin Harold. Justin Harold, what a bust. Lord. Wow. I feel like he was more Yikes. of a bust than Ahmad Carroll. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Mike Witt, <laughs> thanks for the super chat. Carlson wins it in overtime. Corey's boy wins it, LOL. No, that's not happening. <laughs> There's no overtime here. Why not? I, I, it could I, happen. I don't want overtime. I need. I like my life. Com 1000, <laughs> Wisco Kids, believe in love on repeat. I actually I've met Wisco. I've met the the guy who runs Wisco Kids. Um, he hangs out at Stage One a lot. Those guys are great. Um, love the song. And uh, yeah, we need to pub. The track that more. is the track is great. 
Yeah. We need to pub that no more. I, 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 need to, I need to repost that. Tyler is a beast. Cheesehead TV worldwide. Thanks, Ian, for the super chat. Thanks, Mike Ian. Witt, the Cowboys game reminded me of the 95 divisional game when we went to Candlestick and upset them. Craig Newsom yes, fumbled sir. return to start it. Memories. I like that. I like that Craig Newsom that was, poll. I like that. I appreciate that's that. That's a great, very much. great game. Porkmaster, Jerry fumbled when I was like seven. Might be my first lucid memory. Packer fans aren't bitter. We just never forget. <laughs> that is a thousand percent uh, correct, true. sir. Chris K- well, I'm bitter. I'm bitter about a lot of shit, and I don't know why I need to get over it. <laughs> Chris KG19, Tay's breakout versus Cowboys 2014. Dobbs breakout last week. I'll, I'll live with that. Bit, I'll live with bit that. bit different, but I like it. I do like it. I'll say that. I mean, there's no way, you know, you can look at that and not get excited about Romeo Dobbs. My God. Mark J, that was the sickest hype video of the season. I agree, Mark. And it's going to get zero it's get, question. Well, I, I here's the thing. It could be right now, but I have an expectation that next week it's going to be it's going to be the sicker one. So, you know, <laughs> let's go. Peter Lore, what are your thoughts on Purdy? Brock Purdy. He's Purdy. I think it's the the whole conversation around this kid is really weird. I mean, he's, you know, coming off a season where he did get hurt in a playoff game where he had helped his team uh, out of nowhere, right? So now we've had an offseason where defensive coordinators are able to pick apart his game, and they really haven't figured out a way to stop him on the regular, right? Like, yes, he'll have the odd game, like against the Ravens, where a number of those interceptions were somewhat, quote, lucky, kind of fluke, bounces, whatever. Um, But it's not like they've – crack the code on the kid you know he's really smart with the football and he's really smart about the game and he he's got obviously a ton of weapons out there helping him but I mean I don't get the slander I really don't now you know he's not some rocket arm there's a reason he was taken last in the draft and like the athletic traits aren't really there but man you don't have to be a gifted athlete look at Tom Brady I mean he did pretty well for himself and he was drafted in the sixth round you know so I mean he's smart with the ball man and he knows where to get guys into position as far as pre-snap stuff, just kind of like we've seen from Jordan. So I think he's pretty damn good. I mean, I mean the 49ers, impressed. the 49ers have proven they can put a freaking napkin out there and they're good. <laughs> Toby Aronson. Thanks for the super chat. Appreciate it. Pack fan 39. Can the O-line hold up? If so, pack win. I would say, can the O-line, the tight ends, Aaron Jones, the whole operation, and no yes. Josiah DeGuara, we win. <laughs> Uh, Colin Groom, thanks for Super Chat. Hokey religions and ancient weapons are no match for a good banky rant at your side, Nagler. Packed by 10 at least. I hear that, Colin. A fellow uh, Star Wars slut. I love it. Charlie Tassant, I know beat the 49ers, but do you want Lions or Buccaneers? I just want I to beat care. the 49ers. I don't care. I actually don't care. I really don't want the Buccaneers, but at the same time, I feel like we have a Buccaneers number. That defense is legit. It did give us trouble. And they're hitting their stride. Yeah, they're they're kind of in this interesting place. Carl Van Beckham, I'd like to see yeah. Wayne Simmons like tone setting play to start the game on Saturday. IH and Kraft, Pancock, Pancake Block of Bosa, let's go. I'm down with that. Wayne Simmons. What a blast from the past. He Soder, sense. you want the Bucks or Lions next week? I think we want the Lions based on what we just said. But we don't <laughs> 
Andres Amaya. What's up, Andres? Andres, actually, just shout out to him real quick. Andres created the Blogosphere video, the intro That's we have for Blogosphere. Right. Oh, my God. He is Ages the original. Ago. He made it. He We commissioned him to build it. He built a bunch mm-hmm. of awesome. He's an awesome animator. And uh, I love that. I love the Blogosphere intro. It's freaking, aw- or it's freaking awesome. So thank you, Andres, for doing that. Andres Amaya, flying from Montreal tomorrow night to San Fran. First playoff game. 3-0 and so go. far when I'm in the game. NSC Championship confirmed, baby. Love it, Andres. Uh, have Taking a one great for the team. Time. That's what I like to see. Have a have great, time, great time. Manuel Rodriguez, thoughts on the Devontae Wyatt comment? What did he say? Oh, he's talking about getting pressure on the quarterback and, oh, he's going to throw a pick. Like, yeah, that's football. Like, and everyone, I just, okay. My yeah, that's good. I like week that. Was, like Schneidman, like? though. Then pointing it out, putting out that quote, clearly talking to the man at his locker, and he says this thing like, "Oh, we we know it's it's a done deal. If we get pressure on him, he's gonna you know put it. He's gonna put it the ball in jeopardy." And then you know Schneidman adds on this little note like, "Uh, you know Brock Purdy is number one in the NFL when pressured, or something from probably PFF or whatever." And it's like that doesn't change what he just said. I mean, there is no quarterback in the history of football who enjoys pressure or thrives on it when they're no. getting hit, balls bouncing up and, you know, forcing some kind of mistake. That's the whole point. That's all you want to do up front is cause havoc. Put pressure on the quarterback. Like, I don't know why it's treated like this. Oh, my God, he said some bulletin board material. Like, literally every defensive lineman is thinking the exact same thing going into every single football game. Is the biggest nothing burger of all time. Is Matt Schneidman – I think Matt Schneidman this season has become the most annoying beat writer, beat reporter. It used to be Bill Huber Not for me. Close. There's just an annoyance that I have. Oh, you're, you're saying Ryan Wood and Bill Huber go ahead of him? No, no, no. I'm, uh, I'm going to go with everyone who doesn't go there on the regular but then shows up, usually for television – and ask no, no, the, the they're most not beat reporters, though. They're not beat dumbest reporters. Questions. There are only six beat reporters. But they're okay? on the beat. No, no, no. There's only six beat reporters, okay? Matt Schneidman, Ryan Wood, Wes Hodkiewicz, Rob Domofsky, Bill Huber. Who am I missing? Maybe there's only five. I mean, Paul Brettel, he's there on the regular now. Oh, yeah, Paul Brettel. Well, he does He does beat, beat, so he's like beaty, beaty, beat. Because beat, beat, beat. I'm not putting he's, Tom Silver in Pete Doherty because they're columnists, right? Even though they're there. Right, by. right. So, like, okay, they're sick. So who's the most annoying? Okay, yeah, TV people annoy. I get it, I get it, I get it. They're annoying. We already know that. They're just all annoying, okay? All radio mm-hmm. people are annoying. Okay, whatever. Even our friends at iHeart, they're all annoying. Okay, so who are the <laughs> most – of that – uh, it, the only people that aren't annoying to me are okay. So who is the most of the six? What I just said, who is the most annoying? In my opinion, this year, I, for for every year, I would have given the gold statue, and I don't know why. Aaron doesn't know why, but there, Bill Huber just annoys the shit out of me. Uh, I don't know why. It's probably because of the questions, but everybody loves his questions when I talk to them because they're like, he's just trying to get shit started. And I totally get it. It's just always annoyed me. Um, but now I think Match Nyman. I think Match Nyman won this year. I think he he won the marathon. <laughs> The Banky Lombardi Trophy for Most Annoying Beat Reporter. None of them annoy me because I know it's a tough gig and I know what goes into it, and I think they all do a really good job. I think they all do a really How's good that? job, but one of one of two one a two a couple two tree of them. Annoy two tree. Me. Yeah, I'm just gonna put that out there. David Williams, two tree. Nags, I believe. You darn right, you do, David. You darn right, you do. 
Zeke G had a great time waving the Cowboys fans goodbye this past Sunday. <laughs> oh. That's great. Janice L. Janice, I love this team, pun intended. This has been the most excited I've been to watch them in years. I can't wait to see how these young kids do every week. Win or lose, the future is so exciting. Couldn't agree with you more, Janice. Thank you for the super chat. Appreciate it. Thank you, Janice. Uncultured Barbarian, I'll see your Harold and raise you Derek Sherrod. What does it really raise it, though? I feel like no, Harold's still no. above. Derek, Derek was actually eh. somewhat serviceable, and then he had the knee injury, and then he was done. Justin Harrell was just like, meh, from the yeah, moment Justin he Harrell got drafted. Yeah, Justin Harrell was trash. Yeah, it was just like a wasted was pick. Just, that, was, that was a tough pick, man. That was a tough was, pick. Yeah, it was just wasted. Charlie Toussaint, you think the two weeks off affects the game? Great question. I do, I do wonder about it, because we've seen that now since they've, you know, I don't not even since they've gone to the one bye week, you know, only one team gets it and that has seemingly you know helped as far as injuries go, but man, you talk about timing and the way the Packers are playing is a perfect antidote to this, right? Uh, as far as having their timing and playing so well cohesively, keeping that kind of momentum going week by week. Man, over the course of the last 5-6 years, it sure seems like that tends to come up and bite one of these one seeds almost every single season. So who knows? Maybe it's the 49ers. I'm down with it. I love this idea, but I think they're too talented and too well coached for that to be a reality. But I'd love it if that's what transpired early in the game on uh, Saturday night. Yeah, so I see some people in the comments. So so Wildy's not a beat re- reporter, and Bukowski hasn't seen 1265 in, like, ever. Like, Dude, I, he doesn't d- even count. He's, he's never been like in the a- – because he's never been dude. in the audit, media auditorium. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I've been, I've been in the media auditorium, and that I don't know why they let me in, but I've been there. I've actually, I did. Mm-hmm. Did I ever ask a question though? I don't think I asked a question. I was too. Afraid you never asked a question. question. But yeah. I've been, I've, I've been able, I've, I've been in there. But yeah, Bukowski definitely doesn't count. Although I will say, I don't know who's more annoying to me right now, Bukowski or Wildy. That's a really that's. that's <laughs> That's really hard for me personally right now. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you because that's, they both. That's saying something. Both, I thought that would be Bukowski in a walk. No. Wildy has the same problem Schneidman has where he just doesn't want to deal with his camera ever. And he just like <laughs> he just decides. So this you know is what? production. Technology. Production. No, it. a little. No, no. But he also like he, you know, Will he's Wildy. So it's just like he's like he Wildy is like Wildy is like. um. Wildy is like your rich kid friend. You know, like, you know how you have a friend and they're just really fucking rich. And I say that because Wildy's like the privileged beat reporter. He like worked in Madison and he had his own office in Lambeau and all this stuff. And he like was in the right place at the right time. But he thinks like, oh, that just means like I'm I'm privileged. Uh, He's kind of like, you know, he's like the rich kid. I don't know. I don't know. He, He just has that vibe. He's like the rich kid who got pushed out. And now he doesn't know where he is, and he found himself on this radio island where, oh, they're not even the Packers uh, network anymore. They're just kind of this, like, castaway, branded ESPN, but not really ESPN radio show. It's, it's weird. Also, like, yeah, Jen Lotto, Jen Lotto with Chewy, I don't get it. 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 People, everybody annoys me. You know, here we are. Mike Witt, thanks for Super Chat. John Wait Michaels a whoa, was a whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Jen Lotto doesn't annoy you. No, no way Jen Lotto does Lotta not annoy you. you. 
Okay. Jen Lada does We're not annoy me. It annoys me that Jen Lada is on a show with Mark Chimera. I got you. Right? That's a little distinction of a difference. Yeah. Very different. Very different. Just making sure. Like, there is nothing that I ever want to hear from Mark, Mark Chimera. I don't, I don't care. I, I just don't. I'm sorry. Understandable. Does that make me a bad person? Then that's fine. Nope. I'm, I'm okay with it. You know? I, I Yeah. I, yeah. Mike Witt, thanks for Super Chat. John Michaels was a worse pick than Harrell, in my honest opinion. Yeah, no, not even close. I mean, he wasn't a great pick, but nowhere near as bad as Harrell. I no feel chance. like it's Tony Mandridge than Justin Harrell. A case could be made. I mean, name. Case could who, be made. Who, who, you know. I mean, you know, I might put A.J. Hawk up there, but I wouldn't put him, like, in the top Oh, stop. Just stop. <laughs> Not even close. He's, You're it, just trying of, to start shit. Of worst first picks of all time, he's in the top mm-hmm. 20. Okay? I'm just going to put – I'm just sure. going to say that right now. Okay? Okay. He's in the top okay. 20 worst first-round picks of all time. So arbitrary. Okay. okay. Not, I'm just – well <laughs> – there's a case. It's like to you're be trying made. to create a window so you can talk about it. Like that's it. Yeah, of like course. there's no reason. <laughs> Ian, fellas, I'm gonna need to Venmo you all to FedEx me a case of Carry the G to the Vegas location once I book a room. LOL. Uh, Ian, we'll be bringing Carry the G. We'll we'll have it at we'll, the, we'll, we'll, we'll it have it on Radio available. Row. We'll have it on Radio <laughs> Row if the NFL credentials us. They again. allow it. Potentially. Well, they'll credential us. I don't know Carl about the beer, though. That might be yeah, a problem. I'll, I'll sneak it in. I'll get kicked <laughs> okay. out for it. It'll be great. <laughs> that, Sir, that be great, actually. you Good need content. to leave. And as long as we get video of me getting kicked out, it'll be yep. like when when Dave Portner gold. get kicked out by the NFL. Just be gold. Yep. Also, Perfect. Barstool, we know you hate the Green Bay Packers. Stop fucking making merch about the Green Bay Packers for Packers fans to buy. We know you hate the Green Bay Packers. Like, of all the teams in the NFL, you are not a Packer fan. You do not like the Packers. You fucking have Big Cat as your fucking person who hates the Green Bay Packers. Dave Portner, Portner only likes the Patriots. Like, what are we doing here? Stop. Stop. No, no. Stop. Hubs. Eric Eric Hubs is a huge Packers fan. Hubs is a great great Packers fan. I'm not with that life. I'm not with that life. <laughs> Carl Van Beckham. Sorry about the misspellings before. I really want to see the defense communicating with each other on every damn play. They're going to need it. Thanks for the yes, super they chat. are, especially against this offense. Jesus. M- Maddie Day. Maddie Day has an album coming out. Maddie Day has a new album coming out. I actually watched an interview on Aaron. I don't know if Nags. I don't know if you know about this uh, underground radio station in Appleton that does music. Uh, I, I bet you what? know the guy. Yeah, there's this podcast. I, I watch Maddie on it. It's pretty cool. And Matt talks about cool. his album that's coming out. Uh, it's I think his first solo album. Pretty cool. Um, one day, Congrats, one day, Matty Day and I are gonna. I'm, I'm gonna play my drums for him, and he's gonna tell me how terrible I am. But I'm gonna wait until I get good. Well, I'm gonna wait for Stop. until I get a little better. Uh, Matty Day thought last week's game would resemble 09 playoffs at AZ, but fortunately, it was closer to 2010 at Atlanta. This week, San Fran's getting some rain. Mud Bowl two. Cheers, gents. Thanks for the super chat. Let's Maddie. go, Matty Day. Appreciate it, Ian. Another chat just because I love supporting Cheesehead TV, Ian. I like the way you think. I really do. I like, Thanks, I just like I just, Bomb.com. I like Toby Aronson, if you were to create the perfect game plan for the 49ers, what would you what would you approach what would the approach be to get the dub? 
I would switch up some of the zone running they like to do and have been so successful at over the course of the last month because the 49ers, especially along their interior, uh, will eat that shit right up. Um, I would go to a more duo approach up front, a little more power, angle blocking, mix in some counter stuff, and then work your play action. Like we were talking about at the beginning of the show, they aren't very deep in the secondary. Um, They're very good all across the board, but they can get got deep if you work off play action and you know, block them up front, which is the whole problem. That's it on offense. On defense, it's mostly prayer. That's where I'm at. Yeah, I can see that. Or or maybe Joe Barry gets late to the game and somebody else has to call the game. That that could happen too. That that could work. But hey, hey, maybe hey, like Joe Barry. Let's give Joe, Barry Joe, let's loses give Joe his, his due. Let's give Joe his due. The last time they played the 49ers in the playoffs, his side of the ball came to play. Oh yeah. You know, Offense and special teams lost that game for the Packers. You know what's interesting? They shut the you, 49ers down. You talk about play action, and honestly, the lack of under center play and the lack of play action from the Eagles is really what kind of did them in against the Buccaneers, which is stuff that, like, it's crazy how, like, Seems the so one simple, thing. Right? Yeah, the, the one thing we do a ton of, like, we mm-hmm. at least, especially the last half of the season, we've gone under center more. We're still doing the a shotgun stuff, which is fine, but, mm-hmm. like, we are under center more, and we never have hesitated when it comes to play action. Like, play action's always really, you know, so much a part of our game, and it's funny how much the Eagles lost that, that they just, they just, that, that's Doesn't have any that's of crazy. it. Marshall yeah, Newhouse said it was just, like watching somebody play Madden, like all this like horizontal screen shit. And, like, it was no insane. Just they're the always in shotgun. Like, they have an over. No they running. Get over, like, the line yeah. gets overrun, and it was so insane. Anyway, Cheeto O two one eight. How happy are we that Green Bay answered the quarterback position when other teams stumble yearly? I'll need to remind myself of this when we do lose on Sunday. We're positioned for success now, though. Remarkable. Good point. Good point, Cheeto. But we're not going to lose on Sunday. Come on. Saturday. You mean after the Super Bowl oh, you know what? when they've won and they're like doing the parade to Lambeau and Matt's holding the Lombardi Trophy and everyone's cheering. That's when you're going to remind yourself. That's good. Mike Witt, Nags, any news on Combine? She said, carry the G radio from with Bill. From with Bill. Um, no, it's something we're going to talk to iHeart about hopefully doing. No word yet, though. Charlie Toussaint, Harold or Josh Jones? Dylan playing. We think Jill Dylan's playing. We we think that's the carry. That's the well, okay, slow down. He was practicing today, but we don't know to what extent. And uh, okay, well, I'm going to rephrase I don't know. that. I, I'll I be think su- Dylan's I'll playing. be surprised if he. I'll be surprised if he plays. Uh, You'll Harrell be surprised or Josh if Jones. he plays. Yes, um, Harold or Josh Jones. Come on now. That's, I mean, Josh Jones was a bad draft pick, but at least he contributed at times. Harold did nothing. Like no, that's Harold's the worst pick. Uh, Peter Lore, Wildy is afraid to ask a straightforward question. <laughs> he does tend to get, have a long. What's wind up funny up. is the last time he asked a straightforward question, and I'm making this up, but I'm going to believe it. I'm going to say it like it's true. Is <laughs> when he asked Mike McCarthy, and Mike McCarthy said, "I don't need no drama from you, Jason." So I, I feel like, I feel like that burned him from asking a straightforward question ever again. Possibly, gonna... but even that one was kind of a wind-up. Like it really was. How ticked off they're feeling. Like, you know, is there any positive you can take away from this, Jason? I'm not in the mood for any drama tonight, Jason. <laughs> you know what's great is I. You know, uh, 
Pete, Pete asked some really direct questions. This is why uh, he got – Which is why Coach hammer. gets so kind yeah, of hot Yeah, Coach got so it. mad at him because he's like, I don't like the way you're asking that. It's a BS like, question, Pete. That's a BS question. He apologized, though. He did apologize to he Pete did, after that. He did the next day. Uh, and Which was good on – I, I do – I did think that was really good on Coach to do that because, you know, obviously, like, guys Agreed. are just doing Because he job. knows it's not a BS question. That's the other thing. It's like it was a perfectly legitimate question. Whatever. Uh, Crash V1, long-time listener, first-time caller. I'll keep this quick. Why not us? Go, pack, go. I like it. Come on, I Crash. I like ending on it. I like it. You know, Brandy, Brandy, why? Brandy's just trying to start shit in the chat, and I'm not even going to acknowledge it because I like Brandy. But She's so good. I'm, she is so good at that shit. Man. Like, She'll get you. Honestly, get you. I could probably have a show where she could just trigger me the entire time and I would just rant all the, the time. The entire show. That's not a bad idea. Oh. We need content for the off season. That's not a bad idea. I like it. Just Brandy triggering you repeatedly. <laughs> Speaking of Brandy and all our Patreon uh, members, we want to give you guys a shout out. You really are the lifeblood of Cheesehead TV. Absolutely. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much for the support. We really appreciate it. You can join and support the brand. Patreon.com slash CheeseheadTV. Uh, also, big time shout out to all the Care of the G Club members here on YouTube. You guys make game day so much fun. Thank you for all the support throughout the year into the off season here on YouTube. We really, really appreciate it. You got anything else for the fine folks at home there, Corey, before now, we head out? One last super chat from PacFan39. Very interesting question. Do you think Ted will ever make the NFL Hall of Fame? Whew, that's a good question. I doubt it. I it's don't just really so. hard at that position as a contributor. I, I just there's so there's such a backlog since they've only introduced that a couple years ago. I doubt it, but that doesn't mean he ain't worthy. I think he absolutely is, but yeah, it's a it's a long shot. I'd say it's a long shot. Yeah, that'll do it for this episode of Packer Transplants. We'd like to thank everyone who makes Cheesehead TV part of their daily Packers routine. We are and will always be devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide i think it's a fluid situation and we're, we're i know you guys love it especially nagler i can see you smirking at me right there uh we're gonna take it one day at a time and uh <laughs> and just it's gonna be fluid though that's all i can tell you